Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Ladies and gentlemen, I want winners. I want people that want to win. Go ahead. What's up, Nick? From Belmont, North Carolina, at a combined weight of 526 pounds. You play to win the game. Your tag team champions of the world, Brian Rushing. But they are who we thought they were. Corky Franks. See that? That's your IQ, buddy. Zero. The Rush Hour Morning Show. It's, it's unbelievable. You know, that's why sometimes I call you guys commies. That's why. And we welcome you back to Hour 2 of the Rush Hour Morning Show here on this Monday morning. Corky and B. Rush here with you here with you on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte, WGNCRadio.com. Well, I've got a chance, Corky. Let me go ahead and take a, a look at what happened over the top 25 this weekend. Kansas got past TCU. The second-ranked team in the country beat them 83-81. Houston, an 89-55 winner over West Virginia. Tennessee, ranked fifth in the country. They beat Ole Miss 90-64. Kentucky got past Florida, 87-85. Kentucky is the sixth-ranked team in the country. Niner Brad mentioned Marquette. They fell to Seton Hall 78-75. And then, of course, the Clemson Tigers had a chance to take down the North Carolina Tar Heels. On Saturday, and Little John Coliseum, the Tar Heels got past the Tigers, winning 65-55. to North Carolina ranked eighth in the country, beat the 16th-ranked Clemson Tigers. And then rounding out some of our look at the top ten, Arizona gets past Utah, 92-73. to In the Big South Conference over the weekend, Asheville, Beats Presbyterian 84 to 80. The High Point Panthers, 85 76 winners over Gardner Webb. Longwood takes care of Charleston Southern 77 56. And for the second consecutive game, the Winthrop Eagles go into overtime. This time in Spartanburg, they beat Dave Dickerson's Upstate Spartans 82 to 80. So that's a look at some of what we saw in college basketball over the weekend. What you doing over there? I thought you had my mic on. I was sitting there being quiet, checking something out. I was looking up Ashbrook basketball. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, you had Coach Delger on the show a couple weeks ago. Which we're going to have him on again soon. Those guys got beat their last time out. Who'd they get beat by? North Lincoln. Yep. Yeah, so they beat North Lincoln earlier in the season at home. And uh, then North Lincoln returned the favor to him last week. I was I was trying to look at what what day that was. Well, North Lincoln over the weekend they lost to Hickory seventy six to seventy. So North Lincoln, a good team in this area, Hickory, of course. Well, we know what they did on the side for football. Well, they just took some of their athletes from the football team, moved them over to the basketball team, and well. They're doing quite well, thank you. Winning 76-70 to over North Lincoln over the weekend. Burns beat Cherryville in boys basketball 64-61. to Statesville beat East Lincoln 80-72. to You know, when you look at this league, North Lincoln, East Lincoln, Statesville, Hickory, there's some squads. That's a pretty good basketball conference up that way. Those guys have some teams that can compete. You know, I was just looking. Ashbrook hasn't played since December the 29th. Right. Since December the 29th. But it's going to get cranked up tomorrow night, isn't it? 
Well, and all the action starts back. That's right. Everything gets started in earnest tomorrow night. They're going to be at home against the Crest Chargers. Yep. That ought to be fun. Yeah, that should be a really good game. Crest only lost one game so far. Yep. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting night in the Big South Conference. Forest View goes to Dallas to take on North Gaston. Kings Mountain goes to Huss. And then, of course, South Point and Stuart Kramer will tangle with each other. Is that tomorrow? Tomorrow. Where's that game? Well, this is – I'm glad you said that. I've got to look this up because according to my calendar – I had this game being played at South Point. However, if it's being played at Kramer, well, I now have a hole in my schedule. Oh, it won't be the first time. Oh, okay, okay. So I gotta, I gotta you, check this you, you, out. You, you gotta get on the horn, right? So Richard Walker at CarolinasSportsHub.com, he has Stuart Kramer being the home team, a team that I've already seen once this year, Brad Sloan's club. So um, let's take a look at this. You on that pop-up site again? I'm on the pop-up site. The, the, the legal pop-up site. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, yeah, see, they're scheduled to play at Stuart Kramer tomorrow night, so my schedule could be altered somewhat. Okay. So. What was that? It's that ad that popped up, so oh. I went ahead and shut it oh, off Oh, yeah, the, the, the old pop-up. So. As it turns out, South Point is traveling to Stuart Kramer tomorrow night, so it looks like I may have to alter my schedule a little bit as well. I haven't even looked at the schedule for tomorrow. I'm trying to pull it up here, and it's not, uh, for some reason, it's not popping up. Well, I'm looking at Carolina's Sports Hub right now. Burns is going to go to Thomas Jefferson. East Gaston's at Cherryville. Shelby goes to Bessemer City. North Iredale travels to North Lincoln. West Iredale to East Lincoln. Bunker Hill goes to West Lincoln. Lincolnton at Bandy's, Gaston Christian at Gaston Day, Piedmont Community Charter goes to Carolina International. I have no idea what a Carolina International is. Uh, I don't. I don't either. But there's new schools popping up everywhere, aren't there? Oh, Charter schools, Palisades, Carolina International. Yeah, that's all those teams that East Gaston plays in football in the knock <laughs> for a schedule prize. <laughs> Sorry, had to go there. Hey, prove me wrong. January, man. Hey, prove me wrong. January. Prove me wrong, and I'll quit. And I'll. Hey, prove me wrong. That's all I'm saying. Prove me wrong. Good grief, boy! You go, man. South Point's going to Hust, Uh, not Hust. (laughs) Going to Hust with no T on Friday. Uh, That's kind of a slow start back. They usually play a couple games a week, don't they? Well, I mean. A game on Tuesday, a game on Friday, that would be two games in a week. Yeah, I'm just saying a lot of times them guys play three games in a week. Or is that early in the season? Uh, a lot of the times it happens early because they've got to do that football hustle. I got you, got you, got you. So, yeah, Friday, January 12th, looking forward to that. Ashbrook goes to Forest View. Kramer goes to Crest. Kings Mountain comes to North Gaston and South Point then goes to Huss. So, um, that could be interesting. That could be very interesting. Here, here's their uh, non-conference football schedule for next year. You ready? Wait a minute. You're, you looked that up? No, yeah, I looked it up. You ready? Okay. Westminster Catawba, Bradford Prep, Corvion, <laughs> and Langtree. Are, are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just messing, man. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's funny to me. <laughs> Ain't funny to a lot of people, but it's funny to me. <laughs> See, I, I was like, man, if you've got somebody that's already got a schedule out for next year, that's amazing. I, I so, guarantee you they, they know pretty much uh, who it's going to be. I, they may know. That doesn't mean that they've made public. Are you Are you? I'm looking. Are you really looking for yeah, it? Yeah, actually I am. That's unreal. Why wouldn't I? It's not going to be out there. So it's worth looking for. Niner, nah, ain't out there. Niner Brad mentioned this before we went to the hard break. Yep. East Gaston beat Bessemer City 72 to 42. Trent and Cheryl had a big game. Um, I like that kid. He's good, isn't he? Trent and Cheryl? Yeah. Yeah, this kid's pretty athletic. He's, yeah. They're going to miss him, man. They are. Yeah. They are. He's, he's one of those guys to where you just, 
he kind of walks around. He's He's got the swag. He's got the ability. But he's got some pieces around that East Gaston team with him. I mean, this East Gaston club, they're not incredibly flashy. Last year, this was a club that, pay, that played a good bit above the rim. This is a club that doesn't play above the rim this year. They just don't. Okay? The way that they've gone about doing their business this year looks a little bit different. But I'll say this. They've got some shooters on this team this year that I, it's going to be very hard for this East Gaston club to fathom going as far as they went last year in the playoffs, okay? But I think they could cause some problems for some teams as those teams begin to make their preparations into the postseason. Brown, what's that tournament? Uh, <clears throat> what's that tournament 49ers won last year? CBI? The CBI. Yeah, what's that, College Basketball Invitational? That's exactly right. They right. beat Eastern Kentucky in that final. You know, I was listening to Niner Brad talk, and um, he was talking about a mini storm of the court. You know what I'm saying? And obviously they have a long way to go, but they started somewhere. And I've, I'm sitting there picking at East Gaston for their schedule. But, listen, that was good for them because they had to start somewhere. You know what I'm saying? You got to start somewhere, and you put the time in. and you, you But, Brian, you got to put time in. And be consistent. It don't matter if it's East Gaston football. It don't matter if it's me coaching a middle school baseball team. It don't matter if it's 49ers basketball. You got to put the time in and, and earn people's respect and earn their trust and earn their support. Am I not right? It don't matter what level it is. I don't care if you're in a relationship with somebody. You got to put the time in. You got to earn their trust. You got to earn their respect. You got to earn the partnership. You got to earn all that stuff. Same thing as a fan. You know, yeah, they stormed the court. Or, or as he called it, a mini storm. But it had to be fun for those kids. Had to be fun for, you know, for the atmosphere. The place wasn't packed. What did he say, 4,000 people there or something like that? Yeah, I think on social media, the Charlotte Athletics Department said something like 3,800. Yeah. And it was, I mean, again. But it gives you some promise. You sure. See? Yeah. Sure. It's, it's, a, it's a step in the right direction. Absolutely it's definitely it is. a building block. Can be a springboard for this club because, to be quite honest with you, I thought they were going to find the sledding kind of hard in the American Athletic anyway. So to get an early win at home in American Athletic play is a good thing for the Charlotte 49ers. To do it against the number 17th ranked team in the country is a best-case scenario. And they're going to sell some tickets off of that. And, and, but, Brian, anything can happen. You know, we, we talked to Coach Dellinger. You're talking about Ashbrook basketball. Had him on the show. We've talk, He talked about all his guys and, uh, you know, the program was undefeated got beat their last game out, but anything could, anything could happen. You know, you got Crest and one, what'd you mute me for? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong button. Yes. Uh, but, but the point is anybody can get hot at the right time. And that's how you start filling up gymnasiums and you go through the first round and the second round and you, you peak interest for the program. And you know, it's no different than these middle school teams winning championships. It gets the kids excited. It gets the fans excited. I mean, boy, winning takes care of a lot of things, don't it? Well, and that's one of the things that, like, for instance, when you look at this Ashbrook Club, this Ashbrook Club, there's no question, they're as athletic as any team out there in this area, okay? This part of the country, this part of the state, really, really is heavy on guard play. Well, this Ashbrook Club has plenty of guard play. They've got guard play for days, What's going to be the difference for Ashbrook? Can they make some outside shots? They can defend the three. There's no question. Can they shoot the three? If they can shoot the three, then there's really there's, – they're responsible for going about anywhere that they want to in relation to the playoffs. This club could pretty much punch their own ticket as long as they're making shots from deep. They can pretty much punch their ticket to go as far as they want – in this particular season. They don't have a ton of size, but they've got enough good guard play to where they can run people up and down the floor. If they can make shots from deep, I think they have a good long run in them in the playoffs. Well, they can run people up and down the floor. Are they going to run the score up on anybody? I think we'll see that a couple times this year. Like you saw in football yesterday? I'm glad you said that. Because when we come back. Because you out for running the score up. Well, <laughs> I got a little I'm, bit of that I'm yesterday. glad you said that because on the way out the door, Arthur Smith 
had some final words for the New Orleans Saints, and strangely enough, so did Jameis Winston. As we come back, we'll talk about it on the other side of the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in North Carolina needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Here on this Monday morning. Black Monday to NFL fans everywhere. Now, already, we didn't even get to Black Monday. Arthur Smith lost his job. After three years in Atlanta, he's done. Of course, we understand the Carolina Panthers situation. Frank Reich was dispatched weeks ago. And they'll start their search for a new head coach in a few weeks because I think they have to wait till at least January the 22nd if they look to find someone who is currently under contract in the NFL, whether that's a coordinator or whether that's a head coach. 
You I, cannot begin that process. I thought you could talk to people. You just could, you know, like have conversations with them. You just couldn't. You cannot talk to anybody under contract in the NFL until the 22nd. Okay. That's pretty much the way this goes. And so, obviously, if you're dealing with a team that's still in the playoffs, you're not going to be able to have contact with them anyway. So, it's going to be an interesting Unless situation. Unless they grant permission. But you've heard those stories before. Yeah, but nobody's going to grant permission with a team that's still in the playoffs. They did. I thought they did it last year. I thought I, thought I remember hearing stories about that. Well, if they do, it's probably bad for them because you should not have those kinds of conversations when your team is actively in a pursuit of a playoff. Yeah, I'd be active, actively pursuit of a check for a couple million bucks to be a coach, what I'm doing. Sure, sure. Um, all right. The playoffs are set. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. Listen, I, I don't think it's any surprise. Corky is no um, – see, I, I disproved the point. Corky is no English language professor, right? Okay. Not in the least. I can barely speak English. <laughs> I mean, you know like, some slang. We found that yeah, out earlier. Chuggy. Yes. Like that uh, toboggan you have on is Chuggy. Really? No, not really. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> maybe the hoodie. Maybe the hoodie. Slightly. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'll, I'll give you that. It's it's, <laughs> okay. it's a little worn. It's a little worn. It's seen better days. But, Brian, listen. Uh, a little a little uh, proofreading would help from time to time. Sure. Okay? This team, Team A versus Team B means Team A's at home. Versus means you're at home. You know what I'm saying? The Fox Sports website just had all of the NFL games listed with the visiting team versus. They had it backwards. Somebody didn't check it. They had, had a typo. Didn't check it. Okay. Because we, we were talking about these games and where they're, where they're being played. Not the case. Anyway, okay. I, 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 so I got Ma- it for you. Miami is going to Kansas City. Yep, yep, yep. yep, yep. Because Kansas City won the AFC West. Yeah, Fox Sports has it the other way around. Uh, so you got, you, got, you got the Browns at the Texans Saturday. Isn't that a good story for Houston? Get them a new mm-hmm. coach, new quarterback. Get 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 you know get people excited. Uh, and Miami is at Kansas City eight o'clock Saturday. Two division winners. Yeah, that's going to be a really good game. Facing off against each other. Yeah, that, that'll be a good game. No, that's not true. And the Cowboys are going to get knocked out in the first round, 4.30 <laughs> on Sunday. How about them Cowboys? See, okay, all right. Now, now in, in all seriousness, yeah, I don't see there being any way whatsoever that Green Bay beats Dallas. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, look. W- I, I saw this this morning. Here's- People marvel. They want Dallas to lose. I get it. Dallas ain't losing to Green Bay. Look, ain't going to happen. Okay, I saw this this morning on social media. The Dallas Cowboys cycle starts here. Look here, Brian. Season starts. <laughs> win some games. <laughs> fans get their hopes up. We them boys, this is our year. Choke in the playoffs, and the cycle repeats. Season starts. Win some games. <laughs> this is every year, isn't it? Season starts. Win some games. Fans, fans get their hopes up. We them boys, this is our year chance begin. Choke in the playoffs. That's where we are right now. We are right here, Brian, where the circle is. Choke in the playoffs. And then guess what? Next year is going to be their year again. <laughs> but they are playing good football right now. They are. Yeah. Another I team. Hope, listen, I hope they win. It's good for conversation. Another team playing good football. And this is, I missed on this. The Buffalo Bills not only made it to the playoffs, they won the AFC East. They snuck past the Miami Dolphins, which is why the Dolphins are going to Kansas City. Now, this happens from time to time, okay? Kansas City, their record is 11-6. and six. So is Miami. Kansas City's the home team because they won the AFC West. This happened, well, I mean, even last year with the NFC South, the team with the worst record hosted the playoff game because they were the division winner. What, what do you think about the Ravens uh, sitting all those starters out last night? Absolutely the right thing to do. You think it is? Yes. And here's why. Because the Ravens aren't playing next week either. Yeah. So you're effectively giving this club two weeks Two off. weeks to, to get rested heal up. Heal up. Yeah. And now, again, Arguments have been made that teams that are Dude, sitting long, out that first week—that's a long time. Did you got? I mean, you got to be a—you got to be a legit pro to come out of the gate swinging after taking two weeks off. 
Well, and I and again because Brian, as hot as they are and as good as they're playing right now, now you take two weeks off. I know. You see what I'm saying? I know, but you put yourself in a tough spot. But this is where Baltimore may be slightly different than everybody else because Baltimore they have two factors that wins ball games for them: their defense and Lamar Jackson. So Lamar Jackson is a difference maker because. You don't have to – they don't run an ultra-sophisticated offense. You don't have to go through elaborate four and five checkdowns before you throw the ball out of bounds. If you're Lamar Jackson and you're in doubt, you just take off. So where a situation – okay, a Tom Brady-led team that is supposed to be sophisticated and intricate and all of those things that Tom Brady's offenses always were – you probably wouldn't necessarily want to take two weeks off. But with Lamar Jackson, you just let him run. And that's just all there is to it. Yeah, but what if you sat around and get cold for two weeks? And then you come back in, three plays later, you pull a hammy. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, I think this Baltimore staff, it's not like these guys stop practicing. They're going to put the work in. They're just not playing games. So I don't think that's going to really be an issue. Now, it, it could, but if that was going to happen – Probably going to happen anyway. So I don't think this is something that's done out of complacency. I think, if anything, this is going to help a veteran team in the Baltimore Ravens because one thing that is absolutely occurring for those guys, their window is closing. It's not like that group's getting really any younger. So if the Baltimore Ravens don't finally cash it in at some point, it's going to be a missed opportunity. Who's the better football team, Baltimore or San Francisco? Right that's now. A, that's a great question. It's got to be Baltimore, don't it? Does it? You wouldn't like to see that defense against the, that offense? That'd be, great. That'd be a great game. Okay. Well, I mean, again, that could very easily be the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. I mean, it really could. Now, do the Eagles have any chance of getting back there? The Eagles have any chance of getting back to the Super Bowl? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, I Look, I have no idea what's happened to the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I, I will say this. Again, the NFC South is so bad. At least the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can say they went 9-8 and eight this year. Okay? So that at least they're over 500. But I think there's a real possibility. I know this sounds crazy. There's a real possibility I think Philadelphia is going to win this game over Tampa. I think they're going to knock Tampa out. I don't think Tampa's a great football team at all. And I, I look, Baker Mayfield has he has overcome some things and he has proven that he deserves to be a starting quarterback in this league. I really believe this. But I don't think that this is a Tampa Bay club that's going to be able to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. I could be wrong. I just think the Eagles are still going to win this game despite their recent problems. What do you? Uh, we, we were talking before the show came on about the uh, the Saints Falcons game yesterday. Do you think that was bush league? That the the, the touchdown at the end of the game. Look, there I, was no significance. I, to I, it. I think I think we've got we've got an isolated issue do you to th- contend with, and then I think we've got a cultural issue that we absolutely have to okay. contend with. Do you, do you think Do you think Winston calls that play? On his own at the last second? Or do you think that was really put in by the coach and he's just downplaying it? Tell you what. Brian, I just don't I don't I don't think I don't think a quarterback is gonna do something like that. I I just don't I don't buy it. Okay. I think he's taking one for the team. I think the coach made the call for some reason. Somebody said something to him or he heard something or or whatever. Maybe he's trying to get back at somebody. Maybe all of that is true. There's no quarterback who's gonna go against their coach. And being the kneel down formation ain't happening. Okay. Or he's gonna be without a job. Can we play this out, please? Yeah. Let's play this out. Maybe I'm wrong. Let's let's hear out. Convince me what happened here. Okay, this is from yesterday. The Saints and the Falcons. Well, there's a lot of factors that, that cause you to not be successful. And as <laughs> we watch this touchdown. Oh, and Arthur Smith's hot. That Dennis Arthur Smith comes out, and I mean he is He said, What are you? You can read his lips and you know. 
Okay, so I'm no, going to pause it for just a second. Yeah, he sounded okay. like me in the 720 hour. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Arthur Smith watched the New Orleans Saints, who were up 41 to 17 at this time, out of the victory formation, hand the ball off to an up back who scores a touchdown. Yeah. His first touchdown of the season. Okay. His only touchdown of the season. Yeah. A guy that didn't average two yards a carry this season. And they say they wanted to get him a touchdown. And they said they wanted to get him a touchdown. Brian, it wasn't his, it wasn't his uh it wasn't like it was his first game of his life and that he had a chance to right. score his this, first NFL touchdown. He's a rookie. This was completely random. It wasn't his one hundredth. There was no significance. There was no rhyme or reason, mm-hmm. which is exactly why yeah. I do not think that Coach Allen had anything to do with this. I really believe they went rogue on this. Brian, you don't know if that you don't know if Arthur I don't Smith know. you don't know if Arthur Smith texted him the day before and asked him for a job, said I'm going out the door, and the guy said, Nah, you're not for me, and the guy cussed him out. You don't know. I, I don't know. You'll hear about I'm telling the story will come out sooner or later. But 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 Arthur Smith let him have it at the end of the game, and his response was, I understand that. Yeah. I think Dennis Allen got completely bamboozled I by his think, own team. I don't think there's no way. I think they're all in on it. I think they were all in on it. Well, let's let's hear what Jameis Winston had to say. Uh, to DA yeah. because the play was was victory. Yeah. Uh, but I also explained to DA that it was a team decision. Yeah. And uh, and I think when you have the a team morale and I asked the guys, I said, guys, like what do you, what do you want to do? Yeah. We know how much Jamal means to this team, and and I understood from DA's perspective. So I, I, I give him that. Yeah. yeah but DA didn't condone that at all. Yeah. You know he he didn't. However, uh, we decided as a team to do it, and man, we got an interception to the one yard line. Yeah. Okay. He made a great point. Made a great point. If they would have scored uh, on that interception play, nobody cares. That's just part of the football. You see what I'm saying? Okay. The, the guy's not going to go down to the one and, and, and kneel down. You know what I'm saying? Or is he? Well, isn't that what happened on the interception? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So if the if the defensive player knew to kneel down yep. without scoring. Is that not a clarion call to the offense? Go out there in the victory formation. Run the clock out. Kneel the, kneel the thing down and end the game. Yeah. yeah if they call a timeout. And I think that's the- exactly what Dennis Allen wanted. And I think that Jameis Winston, remember, Jameis Winston, with all due respect to all the Florida State loving fans out there, Jameis Winston, if there was any backup quarterback in this league, that would have called his own shot like this, there's your guy right there. You think he's the guy? I think there's your guy right there. For what reason? They're not in the playoffs. Do do you need a reason? Do I have to mention crab legs? Do you need a reason? This is the point. This is where I think this is a cultural issue. We're now going to the place to where teams don't have to listen to the head coach. Kind of like we the, got a problem. Kind of like kind of like LeBron in the Lakers and guys in the NBA. What's the coach? What's the coach doing in the NBA? He's just a figurehead. And prima donna. For some places, yeah, them, Greg Popovich is completely in control of the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. But you think Darvin Ham <laughs> is telling LeBron James, <laughs> no. hey, hey, bro, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. And LeBron's like, yes, sir. Come on, man. I got some hard times with this one. But this is Dennis Allen, okay? Now, you're like, well, who's Dennis Allen? My point precisely. Right. It should be good enough that he's the coach of the New Orleans Saints. But it's not. Because the Saints made a decision on the field that they're going to do this. Now, this conversation, I'm going to fast forward it just a little bit. You think everybody was in on it? The whole offense? At the moment, yes. Okay. Do you think there's any regret this morning? I don't know. Okay. Let's listen to this. 
that I've been with the entire year. And we made a collective decision that we wanted to get one of our guys who they fight with blood, sweat, and tears every game in the end zone. And the guy, and, uh, the guy, the reporter is going to question this. No, no regrets. Uh, well, the, this is the thing. It's about the team. It's not about regrets. It's not about anything else. It's about us as a team making a collective decision. But I do apologize. This is Jameis Winston defiantly answering the question of the reporter. Would you say decision made? Was it right there on the spot, right when y'all won? What, what decision are you talking about? At the end. Okay. What, at the end, what decision? To, to, to go for the touchdown. To go for the touchdown. Is that something decided on the sideline after the pick, or did you, did you wait till you get out, got out there to do it? We decided on the field as a team. I mean, we don't regret. Do, do we regret for scoring 41 points on them? Do you think we, we regret that? Well, you do have to play these guys twice a year. That's all I'm saying. We, we already played them twice. I know, but I'm talking about the future. You know, somebody's got to play these guys twice a year. That's all. How do you See, this is, this is what I'm getting at. If Jameis Winston has no – if he has no intentions of being the backup quarterback for the New Orleans Saints next year – What difference does it make? Then it makes no difference to him – what they have to deal with later on. Some call it karma. I, I'm, I'm not a karma guy. But the reality of what I'm saying is this. Jameis Winston, if he has no interest in being the Saints quarterback next year, he doesn't have to live with this. He doesn't have to clean up the dirty laundry from it. Uh, okay. I, I, I see that side of it. Okay. I like that. And if there's a group of guys for the Saints that aren't going to be back with the Saints next year. Who cares? Who cares? That's a cultural issue. Yeah. Let's take a break. When we come back. We'll finish this conversation piece, and then we'll also spend final segment talking about the national championship. All that as we continue on this Monday morning here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. Attention, Gastonia homeowners. It's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at RushHourWGNC at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us RushHourWGNC at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. 
Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. Hey, just out of curiosity, do I need to pull up line five? Because, I mean, I can do it. I mean, I, I, I can peel this down. I mean, uh, I, 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 let's see. Let's see. You, you tell me if I need to pull up line five. Okay. Um, let's see. 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 All right. Do it. Do it. Okay. <laughs> Did you hear me over here? Yeah. You, How you, did you hear that you had the headsets on? Hey, look. That's on your top ten yeah, songs it is. of 2023. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's nice. That's really good driving music. Oh, man. Isn't it? You just repeat that thing. Oh, I, yeah. That's nice. Right there on Highway 58. Uh-huh. Once you make that turn out of South Boston and start heading toward uh, Danville. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's really nice. Yep. Relaxing. I like that. Get you a chicken uh, quesadilla. Yeah. Kind of like Jake Brown and his girlfriend. At the, nice. sh- at the sheets. <laughs> yeah. What's her name? Stephanie Niles. Who's that? Jake Browning's girlfriend. I said that song is nice and as soothing as Jake Browning's girlfriend. See, your I guy had, is your guy. I had no idea. I had no idea what her name was. Stephanie Niles. Okay. I mean, let's be honest. She's no Cat Evans. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're, you're throwing names I don't know anything oh, about. I gotta stop. <laughs> Out of control. Yeah, that's uh, that's all right. It's all good. Yeah. You were talking. You were talking about Jake Browning and his girlfriend and her outfit and all this stuff. You that know? was that was an interesting play call there, as far as wardrobe is concerned. What's wrong with that? She looks way better than Taylor Look, Swift. I'm not. And she ain't dated everybody on I'm, the planet. Good grief. I'm not I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it per se. It's just an odd flex. That's all I'm saying. It's she just ain't. an odd flex. What's what's wrong with her? What's wrong with her getting some TV time? Uh, apparently. She got, hey, she's got a she's a good looking she's an attractive lady. She's she could be in his suite, just like Taylor Swift. What difference does it make? Show okay. This girl. Okay. Was she in Jake Browning's suite or was she in Joe Burrow's suite? I don't know whose suite she was. I think Joe Burrow was letting Jake Browning have his family in the suite. Okay. That's what I mean. Again, a lot can transpire over the course of a few weeks with the with the renaissance of one Jake Browning as the part time starter for the Cincinnati Bengals. Because guess what? He might have. He might have it. Maybe he rented it from Come opening day next year. He ain't gonna have that suite. We go it? back to Joe Frosty. Okay. okay? I'm just gonna say. Well, she looked very frosty in that outfit <laughs> she had on. <laughs> Good grief. So okay. Looked like her sidekick had on something similar. Like a, she, her sidekick had I, a, her sidekick had a black and orange outfit with a matching black hat. She had the white leotard on. I like that. Yeah. I guess I, I just that's her guy. Support your guy. Sure, what you, I, I that, got, aren't you supposed to support your guy? Sure. Yeah. Look, if she wears a Browning jersey, I got no problem with that. That she was just there, she can be that there was, naked for all I care as long as she goes home with him. <laughs> Who cares? Do what she wants to. It's her guy. Support okay. him. All right. I, I just I found it odd. That's uh, all. I, I didn't find it odd at all. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, look over here on. <laughs> look what. Boy, I'm glad we didn't have YouTube oh, on today. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, T- man. Tomorrow, the one-year anniversary. Is it really? Of the Rush Hour Morning Show. God, January 9th. Is it already? Yes. Wow. What about that? What about that? Yep. And yeah. if tomorrow's show was anything like today's show, 
What we guess? Uh, what we guess? You got anybody scheduled for tomorrow? Joby Thomas will be on at eight o'clock right. talking about the Charlotte 49ers win against Florida Atlantic. Uh-huh. We're gonna we're gonna try to to milk that one a little bit more uh, because again, this is look. We're not trying to artificially create a narrative that Charlotte 49ers basketball is back. We're not because it's not. There's no way that we can sit here and equate this win to this team is back to its old glory. However, as bad, as dry as the well had been over at Halton Arena for a long, long time, this is definitely a step in the right direction. So we're going to talk to Niner Brad about it today. We're going to talk to Joby Thomas about it tomorrow. And who knows? Maybe, just maybe, because this is this has been a place that I've not had any success getting an interview. No success. What are you talking about? Tried to bring on Biff Pogey. Nothing happened. Okay. Try, I'm going to try to get Coach Fern on yeah. from the Charlotte 49ers, and I only hope that I can get a response from the good people over at the Charlotte 49ers. Biff needs all the, he needs all the free publicity he can get. Who's running that place? Well, I swung and missed there. Who's running that uh, campaign? Veronica? Should they hire her? <laughs> <laughs> she don't let the coaches talk. I was nowhere near that. <laughs> they pick her and up. And you managed to bring that in. <laughs> How does that even happen? Is she on the staff? Oh, man. Can't come on, can't come on a rush hour morning show? No. <laughs> All right. So, walk me off the edge of the cliff here. Okay. Okay. Is the, Let's pretend for just a moment that Jameis Winston genuinely did, with his team, pull a coup on the head coach. Do we have a problem with teams doing this. Brian, here's the thing about conversation, okay? I get stuck in my own little bubble, so I have my train of thought, right? Sure. That don't mean I'm right, wrong, or indifferent. I don't mind being wrong. That's why I love our conversations, and I don't mind doing them live in front of everybody. Don't bother me in the least. Okay. Because I look at I look at things from one point of view. You obviously look at them from the other point of view, and I said, prove me wrong, right? I said, man, you don't know what happened. Maybe the coach had some reason to – Pull that stunt at the last minute. And maybe he did. That's a, that's, that, that is a possibility. Yeah, we, we do not ultimately know. But How, However, whenever you pose the scenario the way you did, hey, look, the guy's a backup quarterback. He's already had issues. You know, he's already went against authority several times. It is what it is. He's on the way out the door. Maybe a lot of those other guys were. Maybe there's like, you know what, let's just do this. You know, the guy ain't going to get to the play. Uh, the guy hadn't had a touchdown all year. Let's get him a touchdown. Who cares? Yeah, and if that's the case, Brian, yeah, maybe it is a, a, a cultural or a, 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 you know what I'm saying? Maybe it is a cultural issue. Maybe it is. I don't know. Brian, when you start paying these guys that kind of money, who are you going to listen to? You got to listen to nobody. And I get it. You're letting the inmates run the asylum. Well, but but again, and, and I'm not going to sit here and say that this is the first time that this has happened. I, I know for a fact. I and, know for a fact. And I ain't throwing shade on the dude. If, he, if that's his decision, whatever, don't bother me. But but it's going to come back to get him. If he made that call, that'll come back to get him. Somebody will smoke him next year. Okay, but who? I don't know. Brian, it's like it's like when you bat flip against the team. You know, we had, uh, we had Coach Chester on the show, and he was talking about the bat flip thing. There's a lot that goes into it. Mm-hmm. You know, how high do you flip it? How long do you stare it down? How long do you trot down the line? You know, all that goes into play. And if you showboat too much, the next time you come up to the plate, you're getting one in the ear hole. Okay. That's just what happens. Okay. If if the word gets out and this guy starts developing a reputation or whoever this, quote, this guy is, right? And you start developing a reputation of going against the authority or things like that, somebody is going to break your leg in the NFL when you get at quarterback. Some guard's going to let you get through, and somebody's going to get smoked. If somebody's willing to hold him accountable. Yeah. And apparently there are multiple there guys, pieces to this. There, there are people Somebody that hold- took the football and went into the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Somebody signed off on that on the field. Yeah. See, I, look, this. And they all had to be in on it. Sure. 
Because everybody was moving when the ball was snapped. Everybody, everybody was moving. Well, on the offensive side anyway. <laughs> yeah, wasn't they? I, you know, that's what I'm saying. Look, Arthur Smith had every right to be livid over this situation. Now, he had a whole other batch of stuff to be livid about because he lost his job a handful of hours later. Yeah. But when I hear a head coach, when this guy is screaming and dropping F-bombs, I understand that. When that's his response, like, I understand that. I think this guy was completely caught off guard by this. Yeah. I really do. Maybe and, he was. And so that we don't get caught off guard, we got a couple minutes. So okay. let's, let's talk about the national title game. Okay? I could care less about it. I, I know, but I still want to see if you've got an idea as to who might win the game. I think Michigan wins. Okay. What are they, a four-point favorite, something like that? I haven't checked the line. Yeah, you're not a betting guy. <laughs> let, me, let me look it up real quick. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. I, I thought I saw where it was four points. Anyway, I'll find it here somewhere. All right, so you think Michigan's going to win. So Jim Harbaugh's going to get his national title in your mind. You know, isn't it crazy that uh, they're getting that much publicity and when's the last time they won a championship? 97, something like that? It's been a while. Wasn't it a shared championship as well? Hadn't he done his job getting those guys back to the big game again? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Don't you think he's done a great job? Well, I mean, he has done a phenomenal job. So let me ask you this question. If he wins the national title tonight. Four and a half is the line. Okay. If he wins the national title tonight with his Michigan Wolverines, have we watched the end of Jim Harbaugh's time at Michigan? Does he make the move back to the NFL? I don't know, man. It all depends on what kind of money they throw at him. It all depends on what the situation is. You know, you, okay, look at Deion Sanders. You think he wants to coach in the NFL? Look at all the money he's making up there. And he gets to hang out with kids every day? He don't have all that drama? You see what I'm saying? Okay. Dude, you're the, you're the big guy on campus. You can do whatever you want to do. You got Nike deals. You get all these deals. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to go answer to a bunch of owners. and You, you just don't have to. Okay. I would rather have the freedom. So real quick, if Deion Sanders was the head coach of the New Orleans Saints and he told his boys to get in victory formation and Jameis Winston hands the ball off to a running back and goes into the end zone, what's Deion do? He's going to slap him upside his head and kick him off the team. See, that tells me we may have a cultural problem in the NFL. Maybe. Because we got one everywhere else, don't we? You can't. Look at me. Not the problems I caused. <laughs> that, look. I, what do you do about that? God help us. Who do you think's winning? Michigan? I'm thinking Michigan. I'm hoping Washington. Why? You think that's good for college football? Absolutely. Absolutely. From Washington? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I do. I really do. If it's a good game, I'll step and watch it. We'll see. Yeah. We'll find out tomorrow, I guess. We celebrate an anniversary tomorrow, and Glenn Beck comes on at 9 o'clock. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.